When this boy meets girl, this boy meets world. When this girl meets boy, meets boy, meets world. Hello, class. Open up your textbooks to Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World Season 7, Episode 23, Chapter Titled. A Brave New World Part 2. I'm Alden. I'm Tanya. I'm the boy. I'm the girl. And this is the final episode. The final watching. The final recap of Boy Meets World. We're never going to watch Boy Meets World again. I don't think that's true. (laughs) (laughs) I think we will never watch it again with this kind of critical eye. I'm going to watch the Christmas episode, The Santa's Helpers, every Christmas for the rest of my life. We're going to enjoy it in a completely different way again. And there might be parts of it that now we don't enjoy Yeah, <laughs> because was, of this podcast. I was about to say, I don't know that I will ever enjoy it with the, like, abandon that I used to enjoy it with. I think there will be seasons that I still enjoy the same way. Um, but we'll save that talk for the recap episode. Um, the recap of the recap? The recap of the Who recap. Who would do that? A recap of a recap. Is that a joke? Yeah. Oh. So how have you been? Oh, goodness. I was hoping you would not ask that question this week. I just kind of threw it. I have to throw it out there. Um, Yeah, it's it's been a lot. So much. I'm sick. Yeah, uh, allergies have hit really, really hard. Everybody's dealing with them really hard. But part of the problem is, is that I let the grass get really long in our front yard because the deer were eating it. And as long as they were eating that, they were staying out of my garden. And we have these really sweet little baby deer that were basically born in our yard. They get born in our yard every year. And they're just so cute and beautiful. And with their little spots and their big ears, they're just so cute. And they eat all of Tanya's plants. But they they really haven't that much. And the reason I was like, Oh, like they get all the dew off of the grass. That's how they get their water. Like I'll leave the grass a little bit longer for a while. Well, the grass went to seed. And so all of our our allergies went crazy when Caden mowed the grass. Yeah. I'm sure that was so fascinating for everyone. (laughs) So fascinating. What what is an interesting story and what I, I always end up having to talk to my friends about is the fact that you just said, I let the grass get too high, which is true. I'm not allowed to mow the lawn. I'm not a, like a few months ago. <laughs> <laughs> I mowed the lawn for the first time in maybe five years. And I had to like. <laughs> he was bedridden for an entire weekend. Well, my, but more importantly, I had to wait until Tanya left for the day and like sneak outside. <laughs> So that I could mow the lawn because I didn't want her to have to do it. And and our, our son was not doing it. So I was like, I'm going to do it. But I have to be sneaky. And you know what happened? I got Kaden, so sick. Caden caught him and took the lawnmower and finished the yard. Yeah. But 
in the time that Alden did mow the yard, he was bedridden for two days. Yeah, I really was. Uh, it's just, I think it's the grass pollen that really kills me. Yeah, grass is really bad. Nobody should have it. We shouldn't have it. Yeah, I, I want to dig up our yard and put it all, make it all clover. There's a full subreddit dedicated to people who, it's called like No Yard. It's fantastic. And it's all people who like grow actual plants or have yeah. uh, clover or whatever instead of gra- instead of having a lawn. Are you subscribed to that subreddit? Uh, I just found it earlier this week when I was looking up getting rid of vines that we have all through our... Anyway, this is so boring. It's not really. Alden has come to the dark side. He is brewing his own kombucha. He's asking me for seeds for bonsai trees. That's true. I've always um, wanted a bonsai tree. On a subreddit for, like, growing plants other than grass. It's very impressive. Well, I mean, you work at a plant place. Uh, our daughter works at a plant place. Oh, yeah. Aubrey got a job. Uh, we're just... It's... It's surrounding. Mm-hmm. Um, Tanya brings home seven to eight plants a week. Uh, so very soon you won't be able to find our house, even if you knew where it was. But and on Aubrey's first day of work, she brought home free plants. She brought home free plants. I was like, your dad is going to kill us. And this is the kind of thing we talk about on the final episode of Boy Meets World. <laughs> we gotta, we have to elongate the episode. Uh, have we been watching anything? I watched a lot. Like what? Just today. I know you did. <laughs> I watched the third season of Never Have I Ever because that's one of my favorite shows on Netflix and it did not disappoint. That show makes me laugh out loud so much. Like, it's so simple and witty. It's just so good. Like, the jokes that they throw in there are so funny. Um, So, yeah, season three of Never Have I Ever. I watched the whole thing today while trying to crochet a bib for my coworker who's having a baby soon. Um, And then I started, like, as soon as that was over, I was baking bread. And so I just had my phone on the counter and I had Never Have I Ever playing. And Netflix just, like, started another show afterwards. And it was this show called uh, The Devil in Ohio, I think, Mm -hmm. is what it's called. Um, and it has, uh, Zoe Deschanel's sister, what is her name, Emily? Something Deschanel. Yeah. Um, and it's like a cult kind of suspense thriller show, and I'm kind of into it. It definitely, like, it was on on the TV, um, and it definitely has a really strong vibe. (laughs) Like, it, 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 it calls your attention to it. It's very eerie. Yeah. Um, but also, like, it's not super well done, um, which gives it sort of like a lifetime movie sort of vibe to it. I don't know. I I wasn't even watching it for, like, the first episode. And then the second episode in, I'm, like, standing at the counter staring at my phone and realize, oh, I'm all in, I guess. So that's what I've been watching. And, of course, every week it's what we do in the shadows. What have you been watching? Anything? I have not been watching anything at all. I have been, and let me tell you the most Alden story ever. Um, I'm playing through Dark Souls 2 again for the third time. And um, I was playing through it, and I got... Literally, this is the third time I have finished it, right? Like, I've actually probably played through most of it four or five times. 
but this is the third time I've finished it. But I got to the end, and I was like, you know, I, I don't remember how to get to the DLC in this game. That I mean, it, the game came with the DLC. And I slowly started looking things up and started realizing I never played the DLC. There are three areas with bosses that I have never even seen, and I got choked up <laughs> because I realized that there was this un untouched content that I got to experience. I mean, literally, I walked into this world and I realized, oh no, I, I didn't forget this. I've never been here. And a dragon started flying and I dropped my controller and clutched my chest and went, <gasps> because I could not deal. And it was so stupid. And afterward, like, I'm watching my, it was like an out-of-body experience. I'm watching myself do this and I'm like, what is wrong with you? It I can tell you what's wrong with you because it's also the same thing that's wrong with me. N neither of us actually emote very much over like actual things that are happening in our lives. Oftentimes we have to hold it together for our kids and we've just trained ourselves a very specific way. So our fiction, we do emote over. Mm -hmm. Like I cry over books all the time. I cry over TV shows all the time. Like you get choked up about video games. Yeah. Like that is our outlet for our emotions. Not that our kids don't see us like use our emotions, but we're not going to like break down crying over some traumatic thing that happened when we're trying to hold them up. Right. So, because as a family, we've been through a lot of traumatic events and we have to be there to hold things together for right. the kids. Right. So, I really do think that that is why we emote over our fiction to an extent. Mine definitely dates back to childhood. Like, I could, I could, uh, a therapist would, would enjoy uh, figuring everything out with me. You're right, because you didn't have any trauma in childhood that you felt like you had to hold back your emotions in order to keep your family from falling apart. Huh? I'm saying you didn't, you had trauma as a child. Right. You had things happen saying. to you. Right. Where you couldn't really emote because your mom would fall apart. Right. So it's the same thing. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was saying a therapist would have a good time with that. Putting it all together. Oh, I already put it together, though. <laughs> I'm a doctor. <laughs> anyway. Um, God, that was a fun romp. Uh, also, on a related note, I also got a Dark Souls uh, location in my VR headset. I thought you told this story on here already. I don't think I did. I told the story to you and, and, um, and I told a couple friends. I nearly cried when I put on the Dark Souls head. I mean, the VR headset and I was in the Dark Souls world. I really, really almost cried. And again, I was like outside of my body going, hey, <laughs> this isn't real. <laughs> but anyway, uh, you know what else we watched? What did we watch? <laughs> Boy Meets World Season 7, Episode 23, Chapter Titled. Brave New World Part 2. This is the final time I'm going to ask you. Blurb me up. You know, for this episode, I should have come up with, like, a page-long blurb that I just made up myself, like, for old time's sake. But I... 
But I didn't. That would be so like us, is to be super prepared and... (laughs) (laughs) We're the least prepared. Overambitious. You know what they always say about us, is overambitious. We're all, we're really good at saying, you know what we should have (laughs) done? Go ahead. You know what would have made a good podcast? You know what? Is if we actually put effort into it. Next week, that's going to be our recap. It's just going to be us going, you know what could have been good? <laughs> it's just going to be clips of every time we've said that. Uh-huh. Well, what we wanted to do was... Mm-hmm. All right. The blurb for this week is, the members of the group face a brave new world of adulthood. This episode was directed by Jeff McCracken and written by Matthew Nelson. Again. Or, what I'm starting to wonder, is if they just decided, I don't know, they wrote most of the episodes, and these are all clips, so mm-hmm. they're the writer and director. Yeah. Um, where do we start for the final episode? Classroom or not? We start with a recap of <laughs> a recap. Which yeah. is where that joke came in earlier, and you were like, is that uh, supposed to be a joke? Oh, I get it. Yeah, they so they do like the previously on Boy Meets World thing. Fine, I get it. It's a part two of an episode. Then they show all the clips. <laughs> they show the clips again. Like, at least half of them. They recap the clips that they did last week of previous episodes. For how long? For? They did two minutes of recap. Of clips. It was so many clips. Anyway, where do we go from there? The Matthews kitchen. Uh Uh-huh. Eric is in the kitchen with Amy and Alan, and they're basically, like, saying, you know, goodbye to him because he's going to New York with Corey and Topanga and Sean. And, um... You have already explained what they're doing longer than they were actually doing anything. Oh, that's a good point. They were just like, hey... You gonna miss me? And immediately, boom, clip town. Oh wait, no. Alan says no. Oh right. Alan says no. Why would I miss you? And then <laughs> clip town. Clip town of Alan being a dad to Eric, and it was like half episode clip. So like they showed the entirety of the a plot of um shit. I don't. I forget the name of the episode. The episode where Eric. Uh, Corey pushes Alan down, and Eric has to, like, try to convince Alan that he is a smart person. Yeah, that he's worth being loved as a son. Yeah. They show three minutes of that episode. Yeah, and then we go back to the kitchen. In the final episode of Boy Meets World, they showed three minutes of an episode from season five. And then we go back to the kitchen. Then we go back to the kitchen. Uh, and they cut back to Eric, who's just like, oh, is that a tear I see? And Alan's like, shut up. And then, you know, Amy starts talking to him about New York. And then we go into a clip show of Eric and Amy. So Alan got how long? Three minutes. How long did Amy get? About 45 seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it cuts back to Amy, who's like, oh, no, it cuts back to Alan saying, Hey, you're going to New York. You gotta act like you belong there. Um, not bad advice, I guess, but you're from Philadelphia where you also have to do that. And then Amy says, Now be careful. 
don't get Topanga pregnant before you guys are ready. And we Eric- didn't mention because that Topanga and Corey are visible in the kitchen now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Amy points to Corey and says, don't get Topanga pregnant until you guys are ready. And Eric goes, oh, I won't. And laugh, 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 laugh. Um, and then we go over, we pan over to Jack and Sean, who are also in the kitchen. Um, I guess off in an unseen corner by the door. And they- You know, the giant Matthew's kitchen. Yeah, it's huge. Uh, they start talking. I feel like they were standing where the table was. Was the table gone? I don't know. They were near Are the Topanga phone. Are Topanga and Corey taking the table with them in New York? Is that what they <laughs> packed in the duffel bag? Maybe. Maybe that's why they, they, they took it upstairs to take it apart and put it into pieces mm-hmm. so that they could come down with it. Um, Take it away. So Jack and Sean are just like, uh, so is this where we say goodbye? Like, I don't really know how to say goodbye. Like, this is weird. We don't say goodbye. And Jack starts talking to Sean about how Sean's never had a nickel in his pocket and how he... um, He, He admires that more than he admires himself. It was the most privileged speech I've ever heard. Yeah. Because Sean would much rather have a couple nickels in his pocket. I wish I was like you and I didn't have any money and didn't have any care in the world. It was the worst. Until they start talking about Chet and how they miss their dad and how they wish their dad was there to see this. And um, then Chet is there in spirit and they start talking about stuff and Chet sucks still. They're talking about how Chet would be proud of them, how they wish they had uh, uh, Chet. Ugh, I'm having a hard time with it because this scene sucks and I don't want to be negative on the last episode of the show. Um, Chet is explaining to them, but they can't hear him, that they should be rich. They need to be rich. They need money. And Jack is explaining that he's going to join the Peace Corps to do good in the world, which... He acts like this is a new decision, but he definitely said that last week. Well, I think it was one of those things where his his dad, his stepdad, who is his dad because he raised him, um, said, you know, he would, if he was off doing his own thing like that, then he would not be writing him back into having money or whatever. Right. <clears throat> right. Alden's choked up, over, choked up. over Dark Souls too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Chet sucks, and Lord knows the fact that he's haunting those poor boys is the worst, most terrifying thing I've ever experienced in my life. Yeah, you guys know we feel strongly about Chet, but it doesn't, it, it doesn't invalidate our feelings when at the end of the scene, Chet, uh, uh, Pinches Rachel's ass. Yep. Spirit Chet, still being a creep. Um. fucking- Awful. And then it cuts from there to clips from the hospital. Yep. Of Jack and uh, Sean in the hospital. Because we're supposed to feel sad that Chet died. Now we go to the backyard where we see another... We see another instance of the selective time portal. Mm Mm-hmm. Where they say... Because last week, Tanya was like, where's baby Joshua? 
what he, he was doing. He went to the place that they all go to to grow up really fast. They sent Morgan there once. Uh-huh. Um, and she grew up a lot faster than Josh. So they must have only sent Josh for like a couple of weeks or something. Yeah. Um, because he stepped into a little machine and they pushed a little button that said he's going to be three years old now. Yep. He's three. He went he's from, talking. He went he's walking. From a solid year old, maybe, tops. Yeah, not even a year old. To three pushing four. I would say two pushing three. I will disagree with you. Because he could barely, like, like talk and stuff. Well, you know, it's because three-year-olds have a hard time being actors. <laughs> he wasn't exactly an actor. But, anyway. Basically, Corey starts telling him, like, hey, hopefully you're going to find a... Uh, a girl like Topanga, and you're going to find a, a friend like Sean. And um, you're going to, Feeny's going to teach you in every grade you're in. Yeah. That was funny. Um, and the world is going to, you're going to be trying to figure out the world, and the world is going to let you make mistakes, but you know what? The world is also going to give you the friends that you need to get through it, and then the family that you need to get through it. And, uh, the, the world, you want the world to protect you, and, and sometimes it won't, but sometimes it will. Oh, boy meets world. Now I get it. <laughs> and, then, and then Topanga comes to the door, and she's, like, looking lovingly at Corey and Josh, and Josh runs over to her and says Topanga, but, like, the way that Corey said Topanga in the, like, poem... And, like, jumps into her arms, and she's like, you ready to go inside? And they go inside together. Uh, and then Eric and Corey are kind of standing there, and they're saying good- they, they need to say goodbye. It's time to say goodbye. And it goes to Eric and Corey clips. Um, oh, no, it goes to Alan and Corey clips. Mm-hmm. Because Alan, it shows the episode where Alan and the, it, the water gun episode. Mm-hmm. And Alan goes, you know what I want? I want you to stay 11 year old, eleven years old for the rest of your life. And you know what? Corey took him up on that. Yeah. He definitely, definitely stayed 11 for the rest of his life. Morgan comes over and Corey's just like, I need you to take care of mom and dad. And kisses her on the forehead. And then Morgan gets precisely seven seconds of clips. <laughs> Which is garbage because she should have had... She should have had six minutes of clips. Well, and and both of the clips that they actually showed of her made me laugh harder than yes a clip show should have. Yes. Um. Anyway, then we go to the backyard again. No. Everybody, yeah. Well, has everybody left now? Because they did the whole. Um, as they were leaving, Topanga and Eric, I think, are talking. And they're like, did you call him? Yeah, he'll be there. And then... Yeah, I just... Okay. That's important. Is it? Yeah. Because we're supposed to be wondering, who are they talking about? Who's going to be where? So then where do we go? (gasps) Classroom or not? We're at the classroom. Woo! Last time. Classroom, baby. All right. So we're in the classroom. Feeny. Feeny comes in, turns on the lights. He's very sad. He's very forlorn. Is this their elementary school classroom? I don't remember. I think it was. I think so. But 
Um, and then the four main ones, I guess, file in. So no Rachel, no Jack, yeah. no Angela. It's just Sean, Eric, Corey, Topanga. And um, Corey, Ms- yeah. Corey, Topanga, and Sean all sit in their respective spots. And Eric sits in the back of the room. And, and Mr. Feeney just looks over at them and he goes, What? And they're like, do you have anything else to teach us? And did you write down his speech? I knew uh, you were yeah, writing I did. during it. Yeah, I did. But it, it's not there yet. Um, but right here, Mr. Phoenix says, no, like, I don't have anything else to teach you. Um, my work here is finished. It's, And they go, well, we're, we're going out into a new world. And he goes, yeah, well, you're ready for that new world. And Eric goes, even me? And he goes, even you. And then he says, believe in yourselves. Dream. Try. Do good. And in this, the middle of this poignant speech, Topanga says, Don't you mean do well? And he says, No. Do good. Um, and then Eric is just like, Alright, now tell us you love us. And he is like, I have always tried to preach that there is a balance between uh, teacher and student. There is a line between that, and you don't cross that line. And Eric still is just like, no, come on, tell us you love us. And he was like, I had no favorites. And Corey says, you haven't spoken to another student in seven years. That was funny. Um, and so one by one, they file up and they, they tell him that they're going to miss him. Topanga gets up there and she is full-on crying for real like mm-hmm. you could tell that danielle official is is feeling the weight of this situation yeah the show's ending and they're all sad but also relieved and she says you were more my dad than my dad was um, and, I'm, and i'm sure to an extent that was true mm-hmm. like Jedediah wasn't super around very much well, but i also mean danielle official like she was on set for the you know these seven years yeah she was with him for seven years. Yeah. Uh, and then Sean comes up. Also bawling. Yeah. And he says, like, I'm I'm going to miss you so much. Like, uh, you're always going to be with me. And then... And it, you never gave up on me. Not yeah. once. Yeah. And then Eric comes up to him. And he says, you know, I don't know how I'm going to do out there. But I do know that I'm going to be a good person that cares about that people. cares about people and it's all your fault and then he walks away and then cory walks up not a tear well, he goes to shake he goes to or mr feeney goes to hug him and eric just shakes his hand and like goes to walk away and then he goes to hug him and the look on feeney's face like mm, eric's his favorite Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Uh, and then Corey walks up and... After moping on a desk in the corner this whole time. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm waiting for my turn. And he gets up there and uh, Feeney says, Mr. Matthews. And Corey says, don't you feel like you know me well enough to call me Corey now? Which literally, last week, he called Corey Corey and Corey said, don't you mean Mr. Matthews? Right. So he says, don't you know me well enough to call me Corey? And Feeney goes, I know you well enough to call you Cornelius. <laughs> and Corey says, shh, 
don't say that. Not even Topanga knows that, which is inaccurate because they have a marriage license with their real legal names on it. So if his name is Cornelius, his marriage license says Cornelius. Maybe she never read it. Of course she did. She had to. She had to go get her name changed and stuff. So she was carrying it around with her. Maybe she never actually got her name changed. Oh, good point. And then uh, Corey talks about how they're going to New York, how he finally convinced, he he did it, he convinced Topanga to go to New York, and then we get clips of them talking, and then... Mm-hmm. Um, and Corey says, like, she's not afraid anymore. And Feeney says, good, she shouldn't be. And Corey says, I'm afraid. And Feeney goes, you have every right to be. <laughs> <laughs> and then... He says, well, then they they all say goodbye to him and uh they leave and the classroom is empty. And in a choked up voice, Mr. Feeney says, I love you all. Class dismissed. I don't know. Did the episode just end? It feels like it. Like you said the words. That means our episode. Yeah. Am I supposed to stop recording? I don't think so, but that's, I mean, that's how that episode ends. That's why we've ended every episode that way. Yep. And then post-credit scene is? Credits. Credits. So, can't even end our last episode on a bit. Nope. Anyway, Tanya, how'd you feel about this episode? It, it was fine. It was fine. The last part was fantastic. Like, the whole classroom thing will always get me... Like, I remember being, like, heartbroken over it as a teenager. Like, these were my friends, and I wasn't going to get to see what they do next. Um, And I remember thinking, like, maybe they'll have, like, a spinoff series or something like that, the way Saved by the Bell had, you like, spinoff series and movies and all kinds of things. So you watch them continue to grow. And then there was never anything, and it was devastating. Well, I think it's because uh, the people on Saved by the Bell enjoyed doing that show. Or they couldn't really get much else. Well, the Boy Meets World people didn't care either. Like, Sean didn't, I mean, Ryder Strong didn't want to do it anymore. Right. And Daniel Fishel didn't want to do it anymore. Right. It wasn't about like, oh, I could go be a movie star. Right. Like, Like it is with other shows. Yeah. But, I mean, that part was fantastic. Yeah. It was such a good ending. Um, and that's how I felt about this episode. How did you feel about this episode? Here's some clips about how I've felt about previous episodes. Uh, this episode was fine. That, that end scene is so poignant and so beautiful. And it really feels like they wrote that scene and then said, what are we going to do with the rest? And Mm -hmm. then they filled in two, I mean, uh, 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 almost two full episodes. Mm -hmm. And... It's a shame that they didn't handle the end with real artistic merit. Right. Like, there was really a chance there to to do something special. And don't get me wrong, like, that last scene is enough. Um, It did enough. Mm -hmm. Because everyone remembers that. Um, Anybody who saw that episode remembers that episode or remembers that moment. Someone on TikTok, like, two days ago, posted a TikTok of that end scene. And I was like, that's coincidental. 
And it's it's a very poignant moment, and it's very important, and it and it sticks with people that do good. Um, it's it's incredible, mm-hmm. but there could have been a whole episode's worth of moments that we would all remember. Yeah, and it's a shame that we didn't get that, and and we got. What seemed like uh, uh, they were phoning it in, like they gave up. I don't know what we're gonna do. We're we're trying to get people to watch until the end, but our actors don't want to be doing the show anymore. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I I I have to imagine that some of the people involved thought that everyone would enjoy clips of good parts more than they would enjoy. Um. I don't know, closure. Yeah, and maybe some people did. Maybe some people love clip shows. Well, like, and, I just, I don't. I mean, clip shows are fine. It, clip shows aren't really great. But it's just so weird that they would do it as the last episode. Yeah. Um, When they could have done an entire, they, they easily could have gotten people together to write an incredibly touching final 22 minutes of television. Yeah. Instead, the things that they did write were like a minute and a half of Chet. Chet got the most, like, now airtime before Feeney. Yeah. Garbage. <laughs> but, I mean, the, the episode was fine. That end scene is incredible, and and it's easy to overlook the rest of the episode when you're thinking about it. Like, I'm not going to think about the clip show anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to think about that final scene. So I guess uh, um, mission accomplished. Yeah. But it wasn't really anything to remember. Well. Well. Shit. Yeah. This is weird. It's so weird. What are we going to do next week? I mean, we got to have like a recap of the recap. I mean, it, it is canon. But also, we, I, you know, we need to get together and discuss our thoughts on the series as a, as a whole, and and our podcast as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I, I'm thinking maybe we take a week. I was going to suggest that so we can plan and and gather notes. But also, I'd like to hear what people who listen to the show, mm-hmm. uh, people who are part of our Facebook group, hear what. Any people who are or part of our Twitter, Twitter yeah. hear what they think about the show, the 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 Boy Meets World, and hear any thoughts that you have about Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World because this is this is it. Yeah, and this is all of our show. Like there were definitely weeks where we didn't think that we could muster enough to record, and we were like, um. The last time we didn't record, everyone was like, oh, it sucked to not have this as my normal routine on Monday. And, like, you guys held us accountable. Yeah. So, it's your show, too. Yeah, absolutely. And... And so many good thoughts and, um, like, ideas. We got ideas from you all and um, opinions that were you know, really good. And we were able to 
read them or talk about them on here. So, gosh, I'm going to miss that. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll be back at some point. Um, but who knows when and who knows doing what. <laughs> We're going to recap every recap that's been recapped for every sitcom ever. We're just going to do a clip show every week, and it's going to be two minutes of us going, Hey, you remember that time? <laughs> I'll say, do you remember that time? And you'll say, nope. Because uh, I don't remember things. Um, I guess it's going to do it for us. Tanya, but... tell people where they can find us. Or start talking about stuff. I, I have nothing left to talk about. So. What we do in the shadows is so amazing. You La- can tweet at us on Twitter at Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World. You can email us. That's our. Oh, no, at BMG and BMW. You really messed me up by talking about what we do in the shadows. You're right. After seven seasons of Boy Meets World, me saying what we do in the shadows. <laughs> It's enough to throw you off. You can tweet at us at BMG and BMW. You can email us at BMG and BMW at gmail.com. And you can join our Facebook group. Just type in Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World into the search bar. You'll get approved and you can chat with us. So like two weeks ago, the episode of What We Do in the Shadows, <laughs> it made me so mad and I hated it so much. This week, oh God, it was so good. It was very good. Anyway, that's going to do it for us. This has been Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World, Season 7, Episode 23. I love you all. Do good. Class dismissed.